For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Believe in the Cowboys, a show with myself, Jeff Cavanaugh, former Cowboys wide receiver, Jesse Holly, the great Jesse Holly, who is one of one in the NFL world. Nobody did yeah. it the way that Jesse Holly did it. Can you find another person who did it that way? No, I sure the hell can't. Out of football for a year, won a reality show, and then made a roster three years running. I can't find anybody else that did it that way. You're a one of one, sir. Come on, man. It's like you know, I just I just call spades spades. You know. Oh, let's do a let's do a, a puppy update because Mamba has got he's right here. Hold on, come here. Hold on. Okay. All right. Here comes Mamba. If you're uh, listening on audio, you're not going to see this, but wow, yeah, Mamba is uh, not a small dog anymore. Yeah. This is. <laughs> Remember the last time we saw Mamba, he was a little pup. Now, not so much. Yeah, now he's about to be full-grown terrorist time of the dog world. Oh, he's kicking the desk. All right, let me put him down. Okay. Thanks, Jesse. Hey, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball championship finals, the NHL hockey conference finals, MLB latest fighting news, even next season's NFL futures, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. It's Bet Online where the game starts, where Jesse is uh, betting the over on all of the NFC East teams except the Cowboys uh, because that's just a good way to do some hating on a Friday morning. And so I think that's what Jesse's doing. But here he is, everybody, Jesse Holly. What's going on? Before we get the show started, I do want to say this, and I, we can take like a quick left, and we'll, I promise we will get back into the show. But I do want to, I would be remiss if I did not give my good brother, uh, Marion Barber, a heavenly happy birthday. Um, gone way too soon, turned 39. Uh, he returned 39 today. And I do want to tell a quick story, a quick story, a quick good story. Um, most of you, if you haven't ever heard about the infamous, $52,000 Papa Bro's dinner, right? That's, is, that's the Dez dinner, right? Dez 52 grand dinner. Now, what most people don't know is how that dinner actually happened. Well, I shouldn't say actually happened, of why that number got so high at that particular dinner. If you rewind, we go back. I'll take us back to before the draft, before Dez was drafted. Uh, Jason Garrett, who got a new gig, will be moving up. Uh, was we were in our offensive meeting room, right? Offensive team meeting, and it was right before the draft. We were going on a little break, and Jason Garrett tells the team, "Hey guys, we are pretty much set offensively. We're going to really attack this draft defensively. Try to get better defensively. Because remember, at that time, you're still talking about you're still talking about." You know, Marion Jones, Marion Barber, Felix Jones, Tashar Choice, Miles Austin, Jason Witten, Roy Williams, uh, Tony Romo. I mean, it's still a stacked offense. And they're like, hey, we're going to attack this defensive thing in the draft, and we're good. And I remember With the we 24th all- overall pick, the Dallas Cowboys select. 
Yes. That's Brian. That's Brian. And we were all like, what? So we so fast forward to training camp. Now, we've all heard it. I've been a part of it. It's almost like a rite of passage for when you're a rookie, you are to come in and after training camp, you see, you'll see it all the time. You'll see pads and cleats and helmets littered across the practice field after practice. Well, who's that for? That is for the rookies to take into the locker room for the vets. It's been going on since football has been football. Well, Except for Dez. Dez decided it ain't happening, bro. I respect Dez, whatever, right? It's cool. Well, it, it's the way that Dez went about it. It was He was supposed to be carrying Roy Williams' pad, and he said, I didn't come here to carry pads. I came here basically to take his job. Yep. Cool. And that, that didn't that didn't sit well with the veterans of the locker room. And then they already felt like had some preferential treatment, the way that he was treated. And so Marion is quietly and methodically behind the scenes saying, you know what? Cool. He wants to do this. He wants to act this way. We'll have our moment in time. Oh, no. So you get to the point where the roster is kind of set, you know, where guys are going to be, yada, yada, yada. The team is set. Now you get to the restaurant. Every team does. Every team will have an offensive or defensive team dinner. So it's, it's, again, it's a rite of passage. Well, Mary is telling everybody, like, listen, y'all don't want to miss this. You do not want to miss this particular dinner. And I'm like, okay. And the way it goes is your first round picks covers – majority of the bill then your second round pick third round pick fourth round pick yada 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 they break it down but the first round pick is the one who gets and so mary is like be there everybody be there and so 53, I 53 man roster so he's like look i need 25 26 people here and fat boys are never going to miss a free meal so the offensive linemen are there you know, and, 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 and again, you're talking about Marion, Shard, myself, Bro, Ma. I mean, everybody's there. I mean, it's packed. It, and every offensive player is there. Dez is late. Of course. Well. You know. Well, Marion is ordering the wildest things that you could ever order. I mean, magnum bottles of crystal. And he's pouring them out in a flower pot in this private room at Papa Bros. Is Magnum the official title of that bottle, or is that your word? I think it's size, Magnum. Okay. The size calls Magnum, but it's like okay. the Magnum bottles, right? Yeah. yeah. Then Marion goes, What is the most expensive liquor you have in here? So the guy said, Well, we, we have this thing called Louis the 13th. Rare cast. And I'm like, what? He's like, he's like, how much is a shot? And he's like, $1,300 per shot. Yeah. Okay. Marion goes, bring the bottle. <laughs> so the guy goes and he gets it on this illuminated cart. <laughs> it's on this cart and it's like, it's, he has to put on, um, white gloves <laughs> he hits a button the, the this thing that is in it opens up and the bottle comes forward and he's like how many shots do you think that's in the bottle he's like i don't know he said but like um 
the bottle, it was already some shots already taken out. He's like, but this bottle alone goes for $70,000. He's like, who wants a shot? <laughs> so now, mind you, I don't drink, right? Yeah, but you also got a $1,300 shot. There's no way in hell I'm passing up a $1,300 shot of anything. Uh -huh. I want to say that, hey, I've taken one of the most expensive shots in the world. So I get... And I can't tell you if it's good or if it's bad or whatever, but I took a I took a thirteen hundred dollar shot. By the time that Dez actually got there, we're eating. I ordered two Wagyu like I don't even it looked like this big steaks. One to go. I got one to go. Me and a young lady had breakfast the next morning. Seven Wagyu I, breakfast tacos. I, with eggs, I had uh, I had the prawn beef shrimp and like seven of those. Yeah. I, and the bill got outrageous, but it all started because Marion had never forgotten the way that Dez was acting during training camp and waited the entire time till we got to the rookie team dinner. And that's how the bill got to $52,000. Now, story has it that Jerry, because Dez didn't pay. Dez left. Um, not surprised. He left. He's like, I'm not paying this. He's upset. He's pissed. Word is that Jerry ended up coming back and paying the bill of the $52,000. But uh, long live my good brother, Marion Barbara. Uh, happy birthday to him. But he was the orchestrator behind the probably, I think that might be the richest rookie dinner in okay. NFL history. I don't, think okay. any, I don't think there's any other meal has gone 52 G's. Yeah, yeah. but that's a, that's also a, stare, a standard Jerry Jones Tuesday dinner. So Yeah, you know. well, <laughs> he covered it. He covered it. But, yeah, that, that all happened because my boy MB was like, okay, rookie doesn't want to do what he got to do. We'll tax him later on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now we will get into your content for the week on the Believe Cowboys show. Appreciate Kilgore in the Super Chat on YouTube. He said, my guys. I have a question for Holly. As a former receiver, can you tell when a guy has, quote, it? And if so, does CD got it or even Tolbert? And I'm going to guess, Jesse, it's going to be a little early for you to tell me if Jalen Tolbert has it because I don't know if you do the stupid things I do with the college season. Yeah, because college and NFL are two completely different things to me. Um, I, I don't think CD has it. I think CD is really good. Oh, he's starting early. But he doesn't have it. Like it is different. Like I, 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 I watched Calvin Johnson in college. I played against Calvin Johnson in college. Calvin Johnson had it. You look at guys like uh, Jamar Chase, right? He has it. You can tell when certain guys have it. They have a different gear, a different level of confidence, a different just hoof about them. Um, I think CD is really good. I, I don't think CD has it like i don't think cd will, will will be in that conversation of top five receivers in the league top 10 top 12 but top five that those are the it guys like to thank a guy with the username of booty nasty on uh, twitch who said jesse pours hater juice in his coffee every morning i will say this though by the end of this year that won't be a question we will either everyone will agree that he has it or that he doesn't because when I tell you CD Lamb is getting 150 targets this year, we are going to find out and he is going to have a big year. But hey, it is subjective. 
Hayden no, Holly, Hayden Holly is not going. It's not know. subjective. It's not subjective. It, it's not. It's because when you talk about the it guys, you talk about the guys, the the Devonte Adams, right? You talk about guys like that. Like that's the it factor. Like you, you know, there's a separation of, oh, you know, like, and I, I'll bring Calvin Johnson names up again because it, to me, like he's the most recent that I played with. That I was just like, he was six five and ran a four three. Yeah, he had it. I'm just saying, like that. that there's a there's a difference between being a really see these are great players, a really really good player, but the it guys they they have a level of separation where you just like I I know where I'm going with this, and that's just what it is. Like you can't okay going going into this season, and I don't think there's a wrong answer to this, but you probably will. I'm just thinking of the NFC East. I'm gonna give you the names: AJ Brown, CD Lamb, Terry McLaurin. Put them in order. I think CD, there's a good, there's a strong case to be made for putting CD three with the expectation that at the yes. end of the year, I think it'll be different. Okay. All right. Then, because uh, my first thought is, I love Terry McLaurin. I'm sorry. Like, I know people may like, but that's a route running dude. That dude is, you talk about a route running son of a gun, that dude is it and out. Now, granted, he played with, uh, Haskins, he's played with Fitzpatrick, and he's played with Heineke. And he's still, like, doing his thing when he's not, you know. But I would go Terry. I would go Terry 1A, AJ 1B, CD 2. See, look at the – oh, my God. Mm-mm. Hey, in the chat, let me know what you think about Jesse's opinions today. Like Mike, who said Jesse equals Dan Orlovsky. Uh- <laughs> I see the my food. That's true. That is true. Okay, now, the news item of the week was that Dalton Schultz skipped the OTAs. The OTAs were mandatory this week, but Dalton Schultz skipped them because Dalton Schultz, like everybody else in the world, wants his uh, he wants his long-term contract instead of the franchise tag. And so he's like, hey, Cowboys, David and Joku just got $15 million a year. Like, you tagged me. You must think I'm really good. Where is my money? And Dalton Schultz didn't show up. So take me where you want to take me with this, whether, you know, is he worth it? What sort of leverage does he have? What do you think happens with negotiations? Here's my con- – right, let me say this. Is he worth it? The old adage is you, you're only worth what you can negotiate, right? And if I'm Dalton Schultz representatives, I'm going and I'm saying, hey, two years ago I had 76 catches for 700-something yards. Last year, I had 80-something catches for almost for 900 yards. Or and like eight, eight touchdowns, I think. The stats eight, say pay me. Eight touchdowns. So I'm going, I'm saying, hey, I, I'm, looking with, I'm looking at what Johnny Smith got. I'm looking at what uh, – uh, 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 Hunter Henry on the same team and Joku just got paid. I'm looking, I'm looking at the, you know, the, the Cleveland guy. I'm saying my numbers are equal to or better than their numbers in the last two seasons. This is what I'm saying as, as the representative of Dalton Schultz. Now, as fans, we're going to sit here and say, how dare you ask for more money? How dare you ask for a long-term deal? You're not a part of the it group of what we're talking about pass catchers for the Dallas Cowboys. What he is, though, is the security and safety blanket for your $40 million quarterback. That's fact. You don't, you don't get that many targets so without being a favorite of your quarterback and your name is not – your name is not Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski or any of that name. 
Can I interject for a second? Do you Ooh. wish that wasn't his security blanket and part of I, your brain? Yes, I do. I, I, I wish that. You wish that he would be like, where's CD? <laughs> CD, where is? Coop last oh, year. Coop. Where, where are three other, four other guys that, I, that, that, like that number, like 80 something, he got 80 something catches, which means he got over a hundred targets. Yeah. Dalton Schultz had, where are my targets? He had 78 catches on 104 targets. Right. So targets. it's a lot of targets for a guy who gets your Jason Witten type numbers, right? Your eight yards and fall. Like he's not like a bunch of yak yards and he's not turning up the field and he's like Travis. Well, Kelsey. he was 10 to catch. He wasn't as bad as geriatric Witten. He, right. but, but he also, to your point, not Kittle, Kelsey, Mark Andrews, the, right. the Wookiee, the Wookiees. He ain't and a Wookiee. So, uh, th- that is my represent. Like if I'm a represent, excuse me. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying to the Cowboys. Now, Here's a part that upsets me about the Cowboys because I feel like they're getting ready to fumble the bag again. And you go back to the Dak Prescott contract when you could have got Dak for $25 million a year. Yep. You could have got Dak for $32 million a year. Yep. And you waited and you waited and you waited, and now it cost you 40 Tank, you same. Fumble the bag with Zeke. Yep. You got two years left on this deal. You should have said, listen, son, you'll play here or you won't play at all. To save yourself some money and, and can save yourself a situation that you're in now. And I think what this situation is, if the numbers continue to trend, especially when you're when you've taken a guy off of your roster who commanded at least another 80 to 90 targets in Amari Cooper, your your relatively second receiver will miss three games. Oh, yeah, and the Jalen Smith contract. We won't forget it. I'm sorry. Th- thank you, uh Zoltan. Well, they, they fumbled uh, Tank, too, where they kept waiting, and they and thought they were going to win a negotiation. He was like, how about I don't have surgery till you pay me? And they were like, damn it. And, and then they fumbled that. So now I'm taking Amari Cooper, who is going to get you 90 to 100 targets, right? He's gone. My other second receiver will miss three games. So now that's 20, that's 25 targets. That's 25, right? So now I'm lining up CD a rookie, and a journeyman. And I've already, you've already been my security blanket. So now that number is going to increase. So now he'll go from 63 to 78 to 95 catches. And he might touch a thousand yards and he might have six to eight touchdowns. You know what you just gotten yourself now, the Cowboys? Into a situation. Because yeah. either, you're, either you're going to let him walk. I believe they are. For nothing. Well, for comp pick. For comp pick, okay. Or, or, or if there's a level of success and you can kind of put that into the Dalton Schultz, uh, 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 Dak Prescott tandem, now you're going to have to overpay for him next year because someone else will come up and that number will increase. And now it'll, instead of it being $11, $12 million, it'll be $17 million. Yeah, and it, and he just doesn't seem like like I like Dalton Schultz he catches a lot of crap because he's not one of the Wookiee tight ends but dude does his job he blocks better than people think he catches it when you throw it to him he gets yards 10 yards of catch is good for a tight end like Dalton Schultz does his job and he does it well but I'm not paying a tight end unless he's Kittle Kelsey Andrews like I'm paying the freaks 
And I think that's their plan. And I think that's why he's holding out at the one time he can when it's voluntary and he'll be there when it's mandatory or he'll lose 50 grand every day because I think he sees the writing on the wall. Like you tagged me, but we're not really even negotiating. You drafted a tight end in the fourth round that a year from now is going to take my job. I think that's their plan. I think that's their plan. Now, maybe Jake Ferguson can't play. And maybe you end up back at the table and go, oh, crap, we did it again. We got to give Schultz four years and 17, 34, four years, 68 million bucks. <laughs> they might end up there. They might. Uh, but we he said, by the way, Devontae Adams wasn't a dude early in his career. He grew into it. Yeah, you know, Jesse just hating on CD. But uh, I'm sorry, what were you saying, Jesse? So CD's going to grow into it? He's, well, he is growing into it. CD went 900, 1100 in his first two years. Chill okay. out, Jesse. Listen, I'm, I'm, I want him to be successful. 1400 this year. Yep. So now, now if you want to bet a steak dinner on it, I'll drop it to 1340, but I now, think 1400. Now, this is, this is, this is where I love this. Is, and I do this to my great followers of Twitter. When people come out and they say some stuff, and I'm like, that might be a little bit. If you so, give me thirteen, if you give me thirteen, I'll bet a steak dinner on it. At fourteen, I just think that I think it'll happen, but I'm not gonna put a steak dinner on it. I'll take a steak dinner on that. On thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. Let's go. I'll take a steak dinner on that. And and, and, I, and all like there's no contingencies. Like, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. That's all. That's that's it. Fine. There's I no mean, contingencies. I mean, that's cheating on your part, but that's fine. That's How's that fine. cheating? Because then you'll say, well, he got hurt, or Dak gets hurt. If Dak gets hurt. I'll, I know Dak getting hurt doesn't affect it. Oh, but CD missing more than two games affects it. No, what a jerk. No, all right, fine. I'm in. They get it on 1300. Fine, I'm in. Done. Oh, done. 53,000 bill coming up, baby. No, no, okay. Let me rephrase. Steak <laughs> dinner where your personal bill cannot exceed $120. Where are we going? Chili's? 150. You can get the steak, your beverage, and two sides. Jeff, the steak. And like Albernay's or Albernay's, Sam's. Like the steaks are $75. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get you two sides that are about 15, 20 a piece, and you're good. You don't drink. Okay. So I'm going to be safe. Okay. Be All safe. Right. Okay. okay. Next thing, I want to shout out my guy, Jay Tuck, who uh, he does Cowboys YouTube stuff. And I uh, saw him on Twitter because this is going to go to another receiver on this team. I think he was asking the question because fans can have unrealistic expectations at times. So I guess it was after one of his streams. He just asked on Twitter. He was like, do you guys think that Jalen Tolbert is going to have a better rookie year than CD lamb did? And people were saying, yes, some people. And I just want to remind people that CD lamb as a rookie had 935 yards and your third round pick. Who's going to be your third or fourth wide receiver. We got I'm a Jalen Tolbert guy. I loved Jalen Tolbert. My favorite pick in this draft for the Cowboys. Don't expect over 900 yards out of your rookie wide receiver who will pro he'll be a starter the first couple few weeks. And then I hope he's a starter the rest of the way, but we don't know that journeyman and him might be splitting snaps, a good rookie season for Jalen Tolbert. I want to look something up real quick. Cause they once upon a time drafted a receiver in the third round that I also loved. Let's see what he did as a rookie. Michael Gallup's rookie year was 507 yards and two touchdowns. Jalen Tolbert will have a good rookie year if he has 600 yards. That'd be a good rookie year. Seven. Seven would be great. 
I just want to make sure we're setting realistic expectations. Jesse? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%. This is the one time I'm, I'm with you on all the way. And, and there's, there's a ton of glaring factors that play into this. Like, it, it really is. Um, the league is on to Kellen Moore, without a shadow of a doubt. They're on to it. Holly, and, why you hating? Holly, Holly, why you hating? And, and then, but then they're going to say, you're going to have to throw. You, we, we don't believe that Zeke can beat us anymore by himself. So you're going to have to throw in seven, eight guys in coverage. Hence why Dalton Schultz will have. Dalton's going to have 100 catches. 100%. And And that's the thing that they're going to have to figure out. The thing they have to figure out is, look, a lot of times, no matter what the sport, if a defense dictates to you that you can't do X, Y, and Z, then sometimes you have to do what they're letting you do. But my challenge to guys like Dak and Kellen is look, if teams really think they can drop seven, play the run with four, and that you won't take shots and let people make plays, at some point you got to. At some point you just got to say, look, my guy's going to have to be better than your guy because we are not going to make a living running up the middle and throwing to the tight end. And that goes back to our original conversation about the it guy. Because if if you're saying that CD is it or he has it, then to your point, that's when those plays have to be made. Because they do it to Jamar Chase. They do it to Devontae Adams. They do it to to guys, to the it guys. Yep. They say, oh, double cover? No problem. I'm throwing it up. Right? Like, oh, Calvin, Randy Ma- Oh, okay. No, I'm throwing it up. So if, if he's the it guy, if he has it, if you're saying that CD has it, and then we on the same conversation, we're saying that the Cowboys are going to have to find a new way to play football and seven and eight man dropping coverages, then CD has to show up and be it. He can't have the drops. He can't have the lack of concentration. He can't have those those miscues when the ball comes to him. Because if you're going to get over 100 targets in a season and be that guy, the only way you're going to get defenses to now break their tendencies of saying, we don't believe that can be this reading coverages is your it guy is going to have to go up there and be ballsy and just be an all-out dog and go get the football in double coverage, uh, uh, sometimes even triple coverage. Right after Dalton Schultz catches his 14th pass that week for 91 yards, you put it up top for CD. They better be able to block. They better block better than they did the second half of the year because I tell you what, if you can't run the damn football against four people, I'm going to lose my mind. And this go this is this is a thing that and again I, I know people are gonna call me hater but this is hater this football roster is not better than the one that started last year it no. isn't no 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 you are banking on the fact that your quarterback is not banged up anymore and that's gonna make your team better at the end you're you're banking on a lot of things you're banking on Tyron Smith not missing the game you're banking on that Tyron steel balling Tyron steel balling and and this is that this is that pivotal year for him right because the first time he got out there he was trashed. Then he said, you know what? I'm going back into the lab, and I'm getting better, and he's better. Now this is that pivotal year of, son, which way are you going? Either you're going to be a really good player for us and a stable in our offensive line, or you're going to be trash, and we'll be looking for another swing tackle or right tackle in the future. You're banking on you're banking on Tyler Biotish being better at center, and you're banking on Tyler Smith holding up at left guard. I mean, there's a lot of contingencies that are talking about the offensive line. And oh, by the way, 
our quarterback who doesn't have the most talented arm in the $40 million quarterback conversation is short one of the best route runners in football. So I'm going to need a little bit more time for this rookie to figure out what's happening, for my other guys to figure out what's happening, and for CD to be the it guy. Like that, though, all those things are real when you're talking about this team being able to be a successful, high-octane offense. And we ran through the schedule when it came out and picked them to win 11 or 12 games, baby. Well, you get – you get well, before – that was before, was that before the draft? That was before the draft. I don't think it – I don't remember when the schedule came out. I think it was before the draft. draft. No, because it was on this show. We started the show after right the before the draft, didn't we? Right before the draft. No, I think it was right after night one of the draft. I think we were talking about day two and day three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was after they – I think a player. lot of our 11 wins was because we were like, oh, yeah, well, they'll get six in the division. So, yeah, their schedule is uh, not too tough. Allegedly. You don't know what these teams are going to be. You don't know what these teams are going to be. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? Jesse Holly? Um, I'm, 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 I'm already a fan, but I'm becoming an even bigger fan of Michael Parsons. I mean, how can you not? His hockey puck drop was incredible. Was amazing. My question to the chat to you is: Micah Parsons, the most no. important person on this football team? No, never will be, never can be. No, 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 no. Because he doesn't play quarterback. We got rules around here, Jesse. Quarterback is most important. If that you go as far as Dak takes you, but. Micah Parsons could take you from 10 wins to 12. Micah Parsons could win defensive player of the year, be the best pass rusher in football. Micah Parsons could be the dog who leads a defense. Is he the most important person? Does he set the tone? Is he the tone setter of what this football team will be? Not just defensively, what this football team will be overall. Nah, quarterback. Still your quarterback. It's still my quarterback. Okay. But he is the sort of personality that I think can actually – rub off on other people and make them play angrier, tougher football because like he holds himself to that standard and he's going to be that dude every day and he doesn't turn it off. Right. I think, I think the point is well taken that he can be incredibly important and be somebody who the way that he does stuff permeates throughout the other players, but he don't play quarterback. Hmm. Is he the best athlete on his football team? Yeah. Yeah, because athletes pound for pound, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Like if you just told me that you're gonna meet out in a like a like an elementary school field day and we're just gonna do all sorts of stuff, I'm betting on Micah Parsons. <laughs> dude's, he runs a four three. He's two hundred and fifty pounds. That dude's a freak show. I think the things I love the most about Micah Parsons is We've we've lost. We're losing recipes. No, um, we've lost the competitive, the Michael Jordan competitive edge. I think sometimes in sports with this younger generation. Yes, I'm being the old man on the lawn. I don't care. But Micah brings that out. Like Micah is the guy who's like, you know, in the home run derby. He's like, oh no, I went and bought a five hundred dollar bat because I want to win. Like I dropped five hundred dollars on a bat that I'll never pick up ever like, again. I'm probably till next year home run derby. Yeah. But because I wanted to win so bad today, 
I went and got a $500, not to drop in the bucket for Michael Parsons. That's not the point. The point is, is that his competitive drive and fire is something that I love. I am infatuated with it. It, it turns me on. It makes me football horny. Easy, bro. It does. It does. It does. It, it gets me going. It, you it, know that this show is about to be distributed to other places like TuneIn and maybe Sirius, and you're out here talking that way? It, it, I'm, just being, I'm just being honest. I'm just yeah, being plus, honest. Plus, you're allowed to talk that way on those platforms. Yeah, I'm, I'm being honest. Like he, there, there aren't many people who have that level of – the Cowboys team as a whole, not individually – but the, the Cowboys team as a whole didn't take losing to me serious enough. Micah Parsons is the guy that losing, losing bothers him. Like, Yeah, you're never going to catch him doing the – and, like, there's nothing wrong with this as a human being perspective, but you'll never hear Micah Parsons do the Romo thing where it's like, hey, if this is the worst thing that ever happens to me, I've lived a pretty good life. And Romo was factually accurate. But if you ask Micah Parsons that after a playoff loss, he'd be like, this is BS, and no, I'm not doing this again. I won't do – no, negative. This is not for me. Yeah, so um, I, I just – Micah Parsons makes me football horny. That's lovely. Thank you, Jesse. Appreciate yeah. you. It's former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. Thank you to Walter in the super chat. He said, finally caught you guys live. Keep up the great work. Thank you for uh, listening to us on whatever platform you do. This is Believe the Cowboys. Cowboys. Talk to my guy, Connor. I play basketball with Connor. He loves you. He's a huge fan of yours. We play basketball together. He's a, he's a hell of an athlete. He said he used to cook you on uh, um, not flag, yeah, flag football. He used to cook you. Okay, first football. of all, Connor, appreciate you. Love you. Uh, I bet, uh, you know, great in guy. The, no one, no one in the history of my flag football career ever cooked me. Maybe on the tail end. Maybe on the tail end. Or successfully covered me. Ever except for the tail end after the ninth surgery. All right, that's believe believe in the Cowboys uh, presented by Bet Online. He's former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. I am Jeff Cavanaugh. We appreciate you guys. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.